0: You are
1: Well, hello, Candy. Well, hello, Jamie. Here we are again at the table. And uh, this week we've just started with a song about walking in two worlds. And we are going into another realm tonight. So, uh, beginning Friday, 1802 2022. And we're flying through the Bible in the NT90. 1890, yes. That's it. It's true. Uh, reading reading the Bible in whew, 90 days. Reading the, the New Testament. New Testament. That's it. So we begin in Acts 10, and the stories include an angel comes to Cornelius. Nice. Peter goes into a trance. Yep. And the Holy Spirit falls. So last week we spoke about Parisia, and that's about... that was a greek word for speaking with unrestrained passion and we talked about kate's message on how to share the good news of the gospel and there was four things there candy can you remember the first one no okay well i'll tell you (laughs) it was listen to wisdom (laughs) i remember
0: i remember choose grace i think that was the thing that stood out to me the most when you're talking to somebody else and um they might not have the same beliefs or they might think from a different situations. so you've got to know your audience and you need to choose grace as you speak to them that was the main things that i remember
1: mm. that's excellent that's what it was oh i said live your message was another one in there which
0: okay mm. i don't have it all written in front of me but
1: no <laughs> so you did very well got two out of four yeah. and very good ones too know your audience and choose grace I'll think about our audience. They're all over the place, aren't they? <laughs> so today we talk about the realms of heaven and earth, and the physical and the spiritual. And the Holy Spirit opens up the kingdom of God to his dis- to his dis- disciples so they can Good see job. what he wants them to know and do. So we now live between the questions asked as the Holy Spirit enters the hearts of men at Pentecost, and those two questions were what does this mean and what must I do so they're two very good questions to ask when um, when you don't know what to do and you you don't don't know what's happening
0: yeah they're really good questions to use at those times (laughs) exactly
1: so this week I didn't have COVID I rat tested three times but my energy was all gone um, and my stomach wasn't happy so I don't know, maybe I had COVID, I don't know. But uh, the rest of the, st- a lot of the staff were off sick. But I stayed at work and um, I'm good now. So in- next we enter the story where Peter experiences another realm. And the Jews do not mix with the Gentiles. So they're just not getting along, those yep. two groups of people. And I'm remembering a story when there was a meat lumper and... He, What's a meat lumper? A meat lumper. So he's the guy, when you work in a butcher shop, he's the guy that brings all the beef or the lambs or the pigs in. So mm. they carry him off their truck. So they drive yeah. the trucks around and they deliver Ew, all the meat. So yucky. they call him a meat lumper. Okay. Anyway, so this meat lumper comes into the shop and I knew him and I can't remember his name now. He's a funny bloke, lanky. It's a bit like Kramer off uh, Seinfeld. But anyway, he comes in and he's <laughs> he's saturated. He's all wet. And I said, how come he's so wet? And he said to me, oh, you wouldn't believe it. And he said... Um, I was in St Kilda and just delivering some some beef, and uh, the owner there I can't remember he said his name. He came running at me with a bucket of water. He threw water over me and he was cursing me and telling me to get out of the shop. And I said, well, "Why would he do that?" And he said, "Oh, well they don't um, they don't have hindquarters in their shops." And then I realised that when Jacob wrestled with an angel. Um, he, he what do you ha-
0: mean they don't have hindquarters in their
1: shops? Why not? Well, they don't have they have the back leg. Of, they don't have the back leg of the the cow or anything because they only eat up to the hip joint. So they eat from the front of the animal up to the hip joint, and they don't eat past the hip joint because when Jacob wrestled with an a, with an angel, yeah, his hip was dislocated. So they said, "Well, we're not going to eat that bit down from there." Oh. So he was carrying a hindquarter in the shop, and he realised he shouldn't have so he just forgot um so yeah anyway so he he got uh he got water thrown at him that's quite funny he's a funny bloke so they're not getting on the gentiles and the uh jews and peter's a jew and there's a story so um we're talking about peter goes into a trance and he's he's um, Peter's hungry, so he goes up on the top of a roof to pray while the meal's being prepared, and he fell into a trance and entered into another realm. And the Greek word for trance, it says in the, the Passion, yeah, extasis, which we get from the word ecstasy, literally means to be taken to another place. He was actually taken into another realm as the trance came over him. That's cool. Yeah. So as the heavenly realm opened wow. up. Yeah. He saw, he saw something resembling a large linen tablecloth that descended from above. It's being let down to the earth by its four corners. And as it floated down, he saw that it held many kinds of four-footed animals, reptiles and wild birds. And a voice said to him, Peter, go and prepare them to be eaten. So and it, he couldn't, could he? No way. <laughs> he says, There's no way I could do that, Lord, for I've never eaten anything forbidden or impure according to our Jewish laws. And the voice spoke again. Nothing is unclean if God declares it to be clean. So, so this just happened to Peter. And so God's telling him he wants him to go into the house mm-hmm. of a, a Gentile or a non-Jew. Yes. And so he does. And Peter said, How could anyone object to these people being baptized? So he goes into Cornelius' house Mm -hmm. and they receive the Holy Spirit, just as the Jews had. So Peter instructed them to be baptized in the power of the name of Jesus, the anointed one. And after their baptism, they asked Peter to stay with them for a few more days. So at last the gospel broke through and penetrated into the non Jewish cultures and people groups. Hmm. So the holy spirit was now uniting Jewish believers and non-Jewish believers into one mystical body of Christ on earth.
0: Do you know what I like about that? Um surely the, the Jews are God's chosen people yeah. right through the right through the Bible God's chosen people and obviously like the Pharisees had him killed but then like when the holy spirit comes God still goes, hey, you're my chosen people, and I want you to be with me. But I want you to understand that these other people are important too now, and and we're gonna. There's not going to be any division between anyone. So he didn't just go, hey, there's no division between you and me anymore. There's no division between anyone and anymore. So I think that's really good and really important that we're all adopted into His family.
1: Mm. Love it. Thank you. You pretty much said this, because of this, there would no longer be a distinction between Jew and non-Jew, but one family of believers formed by faith in Jesus Christ.
0: Mm. So he didn't want to leave the Jews behind, or he wanted to make sure they were informed and knew what was going on, had an understanding of acceptance, and that they were allowed to accept. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the three conversions of the Ethiopian dignitary in chapter 8, Saul of Tarsus in chapter 9 and the Roman officer Cornelius in chapter 10 prove the power of the gospel of God. One could view these three represent all of the sons of Noah, Ham, Shem and Japheth. A black man, a Jew and a Gentile were converted. So there you go, there's no separation, there's no uh, distinction between all humans. So Peter's been in a trance, and while Peter was speaking, the Holy Spirit cascaded over all those listening to his message. The Jewish brothers who had accompanied Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out on the people who weren't Jews, for they heard them speaking in supernaturally given languages and passionately praising God. All right, so that's Acts 10. We go to Acts 11. Ethnic barriers are broken down, just like in chapter 10. There's a church starts in Antioch and Agabus prophesies of a coming famine. So the news travels fast and soon reached the apostles and the believers living in Judea. The non-Jewish people were also receiving God's message of new life. When Peter finally arrived in Jerusalem, the Jewish believers called him to task, saying, Why did you stay in the home of people who aren't Jewish? You even ate your meals with them. And he tells them the story of what happened and we're talking here about the spread of the gospel to all people groups so that's what you were saying candy mm-hmm. God has no favorites what is it that makes people turn to follow Jesus I wonder so many different so many different things but God almost always uses people and their stories to spread the gospel message and then there's Stephen so Stephen's one of the apostles and because of the persecution triggered by Stephen's death I don't know if we got into that. I think we did last well, week. We
0: talked a little bit about it. How um, um, Saul, at the time, held someone's cloak who was actually stoning.
1: That's right, Stephen. Stephen. And we—that's yeah. right—we did cover that last week. So um, Stephen died in Jerusalem, and many of the believers were scattered. Some reached as far as the coast of Lebanon, the Isle of Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria, but they were still only preaching the word to Jews. However, some of the believers from Cyprus and Cyrene, who had come to Antioch in Syria, preached to the non-Jews living there, proclaiming the message of salvation in the Lord Jesus. So in those early days, this is the the Passion uh, opens up and says, in the early days of the church, every believer was a missionary. There was a great cost involved with following Christ, and they laid down their lives to serve him and to make him known among the nations. Not just the apostles, but all the believers did their part in spreading the teachings of Jesus wherever they went. Okay, Acts 12. We're moving fast. <laughs> you have to to get it all done, eh? Yeah, at least three chapters a day. So Peter's miraculous escape from prison. The great escape. Escape, I wrote as Nemo would say. <laughs> That's spelt the same as escape. Yeah. So um, uh, this is straight out of the Bible, Acts 12, and it says, During this period, King Herod incited persecution against the church, causing great harm to the believers. He even had the apostle Jacob, John's brother, beheaded. So when Herod realized how much this pleased the Jewish leaders, he had Peter arrested and thrown into prison during the Feast of Passover. So Peter's in prison camp. He was 16 soldiers assigned to guard him until Herod could bring him to public trial immediately. One
0: person, 16 soldiers. Yeah.
1: So they bring him to trial after Passover and the church went into a season of intense intercession, asking God to free him. The night before Herod planned to bring him to trial, he made sure that Peter was securely bound with two chains. So Peter was sound asleep between two two soldiers with additional guards stationed outside his cell door. When all at once an angel of the Lord appeared, filling his prison cell with a brilliant light. The angel struck Peter on the side to awaken him and said, Hurry up, let's go. Instantly the chains fell off his wrists. The angel told him, I think he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Get dressed, put on your sandals, bring your cloak and follow me. (laughs) I like how he gives him really good directions because he's just woken up. He's... You don't need to be having lots of conversation when you wake up. You need you needed to hear commands. So Peter quickly left the cell and followed the angel, even though he thought it was only a dream or a vision, for it seemed unreal. He couldn't believe it was really happening. And then they walked out, outside, unseen, past the first guard, uh, and then the second before coming to the iron gate that leads to the city. And then the gate swung open all by itself in front of them. They went out into the city and were walking down a narrow street when all of a sudden the angel disappeared. That was from Acts 12.
0: How amazing. And I sometimes think, what do we miss these days? Things like that happening. Yeah. Like, I haven't been in jail and had an angel take me out of jail. I'm sure if I went to jail, there'd be a reason for <laughs> Um, But I have had... Encounters with angels, and um, like when my car broke down. I'm in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and it had a flat tire, and this this car pulled up, and this guy changed my tire, and then I turned around to thank him in the car, and him were gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I, I believe things happen, but because i've seen it and i've been involved in it but i just feel like there's maybe there's more
1: i believe so too (coughs) and i want to believe there's more so yeah i've had some times where i've felt like i've been um saved from from something going terribly wrong (laughs) anyway sunday 20022022 new week begins
0: to, to, to.
1: Acts thirteen, in where Paul and Barnabas are sent out as apostles.
0: <laughs> it sounded like you were gonna say in in which Pigger and Tiglet went for a walk in the wood in <laughs> hundred
1: acre wood. Is that Tigger and Piglet? Pigger and, T- P- and Tiglet. and Tiglet. That's it. So they go into Antioch, which is in Turkey. They leave, for Antio- they leave for Antioch and they go to spread the gospel of Jesus after the reading from the scrolls of the books of Moses and the prophets the leader of the meeting sent Paul and Barnabas a message saying brothers do you want to uh, do you have a word of encouragement to share with us if so please feel free to give it you probably didn't you probably shouldn't have said that because um, away Paul goes Paul tells the story of Israel and how they didn't recognize Jesus but killed him so listen friends. Through this Jesus the forgiveness of sins is offered to you. Everyone who believes in him is set free from sin and guilt. Something the law of Moses had no power to do. So be very careful that what the prophets warned about does not happen to you. So Peter gives this message and the priests become angry and they abuse them and ran them out of town. But the Gentiles were overjoyed and followed Jesus. Well they followed Paul i don't want to put jesus there on way back in the gospels
0: but they they followed jesus Jesus, as in like they accepted (laughs) him and and said i want to i want jesus to be part of my life and yeah exactly where you're going with that
1: we move on acts 14 miracles and a revival in iconium and then paul and barnabas preach at lystra so paul and barnabas go on to iconium to preach the gospel jews and non-jews receive the message with joy People who hate them stir up an opposition. People come from Turkey, where they've just been from, and they empower the hatred. Paul is stoned and thrown out of the city. So um, it's
0: interesting that he gets stoned, but he doesn't die. Like they don't kill him. No. Yet Stephen, they stoned and they stoned him to death.
1: Yeah. Must be a horrible,
0: horrible way to die. It
1: would be. So God's got more. For Paul to do so he miraculously stands up alive and joins Barnabas again at each place they went they strengthened the lives of the believers and encouraged them to go deeper in their faith and they taught them if it is necessary for us to enter into the realm of God's kingdom because that's the only way we will endure our many trials and persecutions so that's pretty much a miracle being stoned and then just getting up and going on with it yeah so um, yeah in Acts 14. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. That is, the only way to avoid the oppression of the age is to enter deeper into God's kingdom realm. An alternative translation would be, through great tribulation, we enter into God's kingdom realm. Neither translation of this sentence implies a future kingdom, but a kingdom realm that is presently accessible. So, we live in the two kingdoms right now. Acts 15. The Jerusalem Council of Apostles wrote a letter to the non Jewish people. Then Paul and Barnabas disagree. So a heated debate is stirred up regarding age-old laws, and it's about circumcision. The Apostles meet, pray and decide with the Holy Spirit. For if it pleases the Holy Spirit and us that we not place any unnecessary burden on you except for the following restrictions. Stay away from anything sacrificed to a pagan idol from eating what is strangled or from these things, and you will be true and f- and and from any form of sexual immorality. You'll, you will be beautiful believers if you keep your souls from these things, and you will be true and faithful to our Lord Jesus. May God bless you." So yeah, they were making all these, the, the Jewish people wanted them to follow all their rules and the apostles got together and just made a few.
0: And it's really nice that they didn't just go, okay, we're going to sit together and make these rules. They, they, What did you say something about the Holy Spirit there?
1: I said that the Apostles meet, pray and decide with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy
0: Spirit. And I think that's the most important part of that mm. is they've got the Holy Spirit within them and they didn't just ignore that and go, well, we've had all these rules and we need rules, but they actually listened to what the spirit was telling them
1: Mm, which would be the most important thing excellent decision Acts 16 timothy joins paul and silas paul has a vision of a man from macedonia then he goes on to macedonia and encounters the python spirit the interesting story about that python spirit python spirit yeah so um So Paul's broken up with Barnabas because there was a fight over Mark, so now he's with Silas and Timothy. While staying there, Paul experienced a supernatural, ecstatic vision during the night. A man from Macedonia appeared before him, pleading with him, You must come across the sea to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had this vision, he immediately prepared to cross over to Macedonia, convinced that God himself was calling us to go and preach the wonderful news of the gospel to them. Okay, so... Um, there's a girl prophetess and she's following Paul and Silas around everywhere and she Mm -hmm. keeps shouting out these are God's men and they're um, they come to preach the gospel and day after day she continued to do this until Paul greatly annoyed turned and said to the spirit indwelling her I command you in the name of Jesus the anointed one to come out of her now at that very moment the spirit came out of her so the Romans had owned this girl Candy you know the story they beat they they beat the Romans beat them and threw them into prison. Paul and Silas. And then once again the earth shakes and the prison doors open. They lead the prison guard and his family to Christ and baptise them because the prison guard's about to kill himself. Yes. Acts seventeen. A riot breaks out in Thessalonica. The gospel is received in Berea, and Paul goes to Athens to speak in the public square. He speaks to the Athenian leaders and philosophers about the unknown God. And he says the true God is the creator of all things. He is the owner and lord of the heavenly realm and earthly realm and he doesn't live in man-made temples. He supplies life and breath to all things, to every living being. He doesn't lack a thing that we mortals could supply for him, for he has all things and everything he needs so do you remember that story when he went to the greeks and
0: yeah um kate spoke a bit about it the other week as Mm. well knowing your audience
1: yeah 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 because they were they were all philosophers Mm. so he had to come up sounding like a philosopher and to be able to communicate with them. acts 18 paul is in corinth corinth isn't it Mm. we've done that before and the jews turn against him they take him to the Roman official Gale- Galeo, how do you say that, Gallio. Oh, I reckon I think he was just a poor boy
0: from a poor family, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, saving his life from this monstrosity, tea. Uh, he shaves his head, that's Paul, No, no. <laughs> and he leaves with Priscilla and Aquila.
0: Mm-hmm. the tent makers
1: yeah as you know he gets on really well mm-hmm. yeah, Kate preached in the Sunday message about this and then there's this guy named Apollos and he's preaching um, to the people he's, he's a, a well known and highly regarded philosopher and, and a convert and one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a supernatural vision and said don't ever be afraid speak the words that I give you and don't be intimidated I remember Kate saying this because I am with you no one will be able to hurt you for there are many in the city whom i call my own for the next year and a half Paul stayed in corinth faithfully teaching the word of god yeah so that apollos he was um he was preaching and then he didn't he didn't know that jesus was ridden from the dead he didn't know that the full gospel message and paul told him in a way he went preaching it so All right, Monday, 2102-2022, Acts 19. Paul arrives in Ephesus and performs extraordinary miracles. Revival breaks out and then a riot follows. For three months, Paul taught openly and fearlessly in the synagogue, arguing persuasively for them to (laughs) enter into God's kingdom realm. But some of them hardened their hearts and stubbornly refused to believe. When they spoke evil of the way in front of the congregation, Paul withdrew from them and took the believers with him. Right, Acts 20 Paul goes to Macedonia and Greece, then to Miletus. Sitting in an open window listening was a young man named. Look at his name here, Kenny.
0: He's like something that koalas might like.
1: Eutychus, or Eucalyptus <laughs> Boy. As Paul's sermon dragged on, Eutychus became drowsy and fell into a deep slumber, sound asleep. He fell three stories to his death below. So Paul goes downstairs, bends over the boy and embraced him. Taking him in his arms, he said to all the people gathered, Stop your worrying. He's come back to life. And he did. So there is no doubt that Lucky, so there's this, they called him Lucky, he died because of his fall. The Greek word necros can only mean that he was lifeless. See, Lucky's his name this boy becomes a picture of some believers today who because they view themselves as well off they sit carelessly where they shouldn't becoming drowsy falling asleep and enduring a disastrous fall but God has a grace and power to raise even the foolish ones back to life so I don't know if that's a message for don't fall asleep in church or not I hope not (laughs) (laughs) Paul calls the Ephesians to meet with him before he goes to Jerusalem and he says goodbye you will never see my face again He says to keep the message strong and look after one another. They're all sad as they say goodbye. So Paul's heading, he's he's been with the Ephesians for a long time and he's heading back to Jerusalem. So Acts 21, he goes to Jerusalem and he's arrested. And Paul's gone to Jerusalem where he meets in the synagogue to worship God. Jewish authorities recognize him and create create a riot amongst the people. They want to kill him. But as they were about to kill Paul, the news reached the commander of the Roman garrison that the entire city was in an uproar. He immediately ran out to the crowd with a large number of his officers and soldiers. When the crowd saw them coming, they stopped beating Paul. The commander arrested him and ordered that he be bound with two chains, and then he asked who was he and what has he done wrong? So when they reached the steps leading up to the fortress they had to protect Paul and carry him up because of the violent mob following them. So he's taken away to the Roman garrison has saved Paul's life and he's taken him away he's going to put him in prison but he wants to know what what he's done. Alright, let's let's finish up soon. Acts 22 <laughs> flying through the Bible. Paul's defense and a Roman commander interrogates him. Paul sees Jesus, the anointed one, in a vision. Then I returned to Jerusalem. While I was praying in the temple, I entered another realm and saw him. He said to me, hurry and depart from Jerusalem quickly, for the people here will not receive the truths you share about me. Same thing happened to Jesus. Acts 23, Paul before the Supreme Council, and they plot to kill him. That night, Our Lord appeared to Paul and stood before him and said, Receive miracle power, for just as you have spoken for me in Jerusalem, you will always speak for me in Rome. You will always speak for me in Rome. So receive miracle power to speak, Candy. What do you reckon about that? Acts 24, Paul's trial and defence before Felix. He speaks privately to Felix and Drusilla. That's his wife, I think. Several days later, Felix came back with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish and is his wife. They sent for Paul and listened as he shared with them about faith in Jesus, the Anointed One. And as Paul spoke about true righteousness, self-control, control and the coming judgment, Felix became terrified and said, Leave me for now. I'll send for you later when it's more convenient. So his wife was Jewish and she knew the Jewish laws and all about that. So, um, she would have filled him in with everything he needed to know and Felix didn't want to, he wanted to be king and carry his own life style going so he wasn't interested in Paul's message. Okay so I think we're going to finish there Candy so we're up to Acts 24 and we go out with Paul on his way to Rome. So Let's just finish there and carry on next week. There's a lot to go through, a lot of words, a lot of talking. We'll see how it sounds tomorrow. Okay, then. Well, it's goodbye from me.
0: And goodbye from me.